You know, you what's so bring funny? up the topic. Me and Ag could talk for hours and hours. You know what's so funny too? Like even looking up at the studio, the fucking first studio we ever recorded out of that conference room. I look at even what I built here, and I'm like, I used to look at that and be like, "Yo, damn, complex is going in." <laughs> like in terms of, you I'm said like, that <laughs> to me one time when I was like, "Act, we could build this. This is a fucking cardboard here. It's some shit. We could just go find it and finance it ourselves." Well, well, I have, I can't, and that's I can't keep being the guy to bring that message to creators that don't feel that way yet. Well, it takes a while for you to, like, for example, when you look on TV. Everything looks so great that you're like, no, I need the TV company to make me look that great. Well, that's the problem that we run into in, in music. We be thinking we need record deals because we need the label to make us look big and great. But you don't. You could just be big and great. It'll take longer and it might take more work and more thought, but it's more fulfilling that way for me. I can't be a company man, yo. This is not new for me, though. Like, I've always had a problem with like. You're a company man, though. Oh. And that company man? I don't call it a company man. Well, you deal with the company. Well, I'm always I'm always deal with a company. I deal with companies. I mean, company man. Okay, who makes as, more, who makes more money to you? And I and I've always thought this because I balance both. You be and pocket watching. I buy my pocket. You be watching. pocket watching. I'm on show pocket watcher. <laughs> no, well, no, no, I'm asking you as like someone who does both. And I love doing both because I could shit on Peter Rosenberg when I want to because I could be like, you're at Hanna and you don't own shit. I own what I do. But I do know I've worked at places where I didn't own it either. You know what I mean? So I've done both. So I, I like kind of straddling the line. And I ask you because here's the thing. What comes with like, and I don't know if you want to call it a company man, but like dealing with the company or whatever the case is, you get some sort of security safety net and like a guarantee check. Everything else you're going to have to you have to work grind for to get. I like that part. See, some of us like the work part. Some of us like starting from scratch and figuring out how to put the house together to where it's big and beautiful. Like, that's enjoyable for me. Did you feel any... Well, I... I what's, it's a brain cash, exercise. Cash app. What about it? You had to deal with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're a company man, company man with them. I wasn't. Like you, you're kind of doing your thing. And you're pretty, you're pretty Joe. <laughs> I be Joe. But that's what I be trying to tell you and the likes of you. All you got to do is find the company or companies that's cool with you and what you bring. But they left you after a while. <sighs> yes. So they weren't cool with you. They were cool with you up to a point. And that's every company, though. I want to respond to that, but I can't because legally I can't. Okay, I, I, I use but, a... But okay. they were cool with me then, but that's unacceptable. Whatever that was that had to sever the relationship, that was unacceptable for any business. And that's why today is so dangerous because allegations can get thrown out there and it could crumble you. True or not true. It could crumble you. Like, hey, like I said about Applebee's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. I can't go to Applebee's and threaten people and do business with people. Even if I didn't do that, I can't have a report come out that says Joe Budden is threatening whoever while I'm in business with people. You just can't do that. I Cash App was great. That. I love that relationship. I, I, I definitely understand that because I've been in, you know, I'm always in some shit, but I try my best to insulate my partner, Spotify, from it in terms of 
Hey, no, they don't care. <laughs> they'll let uh, you. They'll let you rock out. No, nah, I think they'll. I mean, shit. They. I'm not Joe Rogan, clear, clearly, but like they'll care if it starts affecting the bottom line, right? What what I what I realize, and I'm very cognizant of doing because it's just like Complex. Complex was loving me. They're like, "Yo, great, you're keeping us afloat. Thank you." Christian T can happen. They really was deeper than that. They had also sexual assault allegations in the workplace. Like the HR guy was like being creepy. Whatever the case is, right? They didn't want to put out a statement about their own shit. But I'm not a worker for them, so they're like, "Yo, hey, academics, we want to show that we stand with the victims. You take the fall." Mm-hmm. And I completely understood that. So you know what I do now? I try my best to insulate my partners from my fuckery. As you should. You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, I make it very clear. This is not what you see on off the record, and this is not off the record, and this is not Spotify. And they're only liable for anything I say or do on there. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing recently with Wack and Hassan Campbell, which I never expected. It happened in the studio over there. Now they're beefing. So Wack gets online. He tells me like, yo, man, when I was in the studio with you, Takashi and Hassan, I was waiting for him to say something. I would have punched him in the face. And I instantly, because I'm just thinking about the content heaven that was. Like I was, I was like, I was just licking my chops. I was just great. Like how would I have handled if you fucking assaulted someone then first of all, there was fifty goons in and around the place. Say this went left, how would I have handled that? Say it goes left, and one of those people here there decided to sue academics, Spotify, off the record, and anybody complex and anybody else that you may be affiliated with. You don't have to still be affiliated with them, but we can sue all of y'all now. Then you would think differently about the people that you invite up here in the manner of, that you invite them. <laughs> I the same way you be licking your chops about content heaven, I'd be home licking my chops, thank God, thanking God that it's you <laughs> doing that <laughs> and not me. What do you mean? Because great that we get this content, this content moment. We got Wack and Hassan and Takashi. This might be a great moment for some people. Someone has to be the deliverer of this, and that's you. I already told you that would never go down on my so watch. You've had. Stop it. You've had salacious moments. You've had moments that could have went left. I've had I've had those moments naturally being myself, not trying to get that moment or not inviting people to where as that moment could come. I just make no, those no, no. moments. Well, 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 that moment was, hey, let's have the conversation. Oh, please. So they, they get what that Stop was. It. Did I think that that if was they, if they got what it was, would they still be beefing all these days later? No. And I told him this. Exactly. No, no, no. No, they do. But it's just like when I felt, when I went home and watched Everyday Struggle, after the first couple episodes, I was mad. Why does this y'all look like that? I don't look, I don't look like this big boss, the big king that I am. <laughs> I was upset that I wasn't being portrayed or seen because everybody started giving commentary about me. That wasn't how my audience perceived me, and I was upset. It's new. Remember when the Migos thing happened? I didn't want it to come out. Said, what a loser I, well, What a loser well, I'll go to what you think about it But you know when at first I said Yo they're gonna look at me like an idiot I'm, I'm thinking about how I'm perceived I'm not thinking about the moment These days Fuck how I'm perceived <laughs> <laughs> It's all about the moment <laughs> the fuck? But, but yeah, I learned that long ago Like no, who you cares what they say about me Yo, but but it, for me, like I, I thought other platforms was only here just to make you look like the guy and not realizing that 
Part of why you're entertaining is because these moments are going to happen. And you can't always spin it where you're Superman. Sometimes you're the guy being made fun of. Yeah. These days, I embrace it. <laughs> what did you think? We were in that hotel. I want to call the name of the hotel. You know, Actually, you know what I think. Put it out. What is taking so long to put this out? This you, has to go out. You were one of the people who were saying, let's put it out now. It was only me and Lyric saying, let's put it out. I remember the desk because, you know, she, she was looking at me because two are definitely stronger than one went. So she tried to get me to like uh, agree, but she's like, yeah, I think we should hit the, the suits, but you know, like we're three hours behind. It's late night. They're, they're probably sleeping. We should probably wait till the morning. And Joe's like, no, put it out now. And I'm starting to think, I'm like, damn, how much of an idiot? Y'all want to wait to put it out in the morning. There were 3,000 cameras there. And we thought someone had it too. So, so but, but then I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, so this is how selfish I was then. I'm like, yo, are people just going to call me an idiot? Fuck the moment. If what I knew now, I'd be like, oh my God. It's gold. We actually captured this? This is great. That's what I'm saying. People asking me like, are you okay putting this out? I remember the desk, I'm like, are you sure that you're it's like, yo dog. This has to go out. Y'all are taking too long. Didn't you feel, because you knew the narrative was going to come. Yo, they tried to jump Joe. Joe was punked. Didn't that come in in, in in your mind space of, yo, I'm not putting this out? No. Who cares about that? Who cares about getting punked or Joe looks like he was punked? I only care. As long as nobody puts a hand on me, I'm fine. Like, let's make it look how we need to make it look. Say Joe pussy, Joe punk. That none of that matters in the name of content. Put it out. I turn you stream on after they punch me in the face. I rock the bell. <laughs> yeah, why did you do that? Well, at the time I did it because I thought I might have needed an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> like, oh no, buddy. I'm right on camera. <laughs> that's what I thought at the time. But yes, content. If that's who you are, that's who you are. You can't you can't run away from that. That's, that's like the issue with podcasting now, right? Like real shit will come up where I'll be in the news. I'm on air twice a week to a large audience. I can't get on there and act like I'm not the guy in the news. I talk about everybody's shit. But I think I cannot talk about my shit. You got to get to that point, though. I'm going to tell you why you got to get to that. And by the way, I like that about you. I'm going to get back to that. You got to get that, back to that point. But to, to, to answer that, like Hassan in question, Hassan and like whack, I think the reaction after the content came out was them trying to change the narrative of how they felt they look. Probably. And I have just gotten to the place. There's a part on, on, on uh, we're all drunk. And there's a part on the piece we of content. Tell. Like, we're all shouting. Like, it's, I've always told people, my very first podcast, which was me, 6 9 and Whack, and this podcast, probably my two worst podcasts, because it's not about conversation. Don't tune in to hear some. Like, yeah. people are tuning in to, oh, we're going to hear a riveting conversation. Tune in to laugh with you and your significant other and just be like, what the fuck is this? You can't make this up. Your, shit, need, your shit needs to be on the Zeus Network. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some Jocelyn Cabaret yes. right? <laughs> so, so, that's what I realized and and I think there's a point on there somebody like grabs the mic from me and like an ego shit it was like you would think they're gonna talk about it for, for, for years like you got punked on your own podcast I, you know what you know when I see them like oh this is fucking great I don't give a fuck you know what I own all this shit I don't care I started looking at the bigger picture I own this great piece of content I gave Spotify three days heads up I said, we're viral next week. They said, what? I said, don't worry. You'll see. 
I look like a genius. Listen, better you than me. <laughs> Why not? I'm not done. I can't. You've had all those moments, though. The moment where you're on like a beach and you were shouting at like Safari, and it was on like Love and Hip Hop or something like that. But even that, that is episode 16 of a 17 episode order. The next episode is the finale. That's how I'm looking at this. The next episode is the finale. What does that mean? I'm in, I'm damn near an executive producer on this show, kind of. Like, I'm inserted here to turn this scene up. Oh, so you know. It's my job to go in there and turn it up. Well, do you look at shit how I look at it now? Like, when I get a, like, when I get a viral moment like that, I look around and I put a nice smile on it and I just kind of wink and I say, Price is going up, motherfuckers. I left that scene and said, that's why I get paid. <laughs> that's why. Right there. Your face in the sand. <laughs> really? Fucking safari. That is amazing content, though. What? Come on, man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, you know, all, a lot of my shenanigans. I'm, I'm gonna give you credit for. Good boy, man. I've been on. I've I've done the fuck shit. I've done it for other companies. I've done it for myself. I've looked good. I've looked bad. Self deprecation. I'm going through it all, man. Hey, one thing I think I have surpassed you with is rants. I think the big act rants are. Come on now. I think I think I think I've the, the, one of your last great your last great rant other than you firing those two dudes. Was the Charlemagne rant? <laughs> oh my God, that was a great rant. That was classic. Yo, niggas can't fuck with my rants, yo. One that you probably need to apologize for. Why? Because I hate seeing y'all like not y'all not fighting. We're definitely not fighting, and there's no beef. I know that's your guy. No, no, it's ego. Charlemagne and I have a pact that I broke because fucking Parks forgot to edit some shit. But <laughs> what? Yeah, our our pact is to just stay out of each other's way. You no, don't, you don't talk the, about me. Breaking the pack was the rant. Don't tell me you forgot no, to no. edit out a rant. No, no, our pack came after that. Oh, okay. Our pack came after that. Have y'all communicated? Uh, no, no, we haven't spoken. I feel like every I, I text him once to say good morning. He never said nothing back. Yeah, he spoke. Well. Um, I didn't hear him, but uh, and I think when uh Jason Lee went up there, Karen said that. They might have edited some things out because Jason was up there wilding. Sent some good words from Charlemagne, but I haven't spoken to him directly. Why is it at the places that? I don't want to give you the phony answer and say, oh, what place was that? <laughs> That's the let, me not, let, me not, let me not give you the, well, what place do you mean? What the place do you think is that? You know, sometimes. You know why you can't do that to me? Sometimes. I'm like the stepchild. When I talk to him, because I talk the game, I love this game. This game of like, you know, this is, it's not only like just a livelihood, but it's like a sport that if I didn't feel like I was competing, I wouldn't be this determined. And it would be bad because I wouldn't be this driven. But I like everybody in the space. So when I go to him, I talk the game and you're part of the game. When I talk to you, I talk the game and he's part of the game. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Sometimes when you have two alphas They can't exist together Like that's the best way I could put it Right like Some dogs you can't keep in the same cage 
And I think at least today where it stands, that's probably the best way to look at it. I know for me, I told you on my podcast, I was just hurt that one of the lead voices in our space was seemingly going out of his way to devalue me at a time where I'm trying to prove my value. That's my only beef that I've ever had with Charlemagne outside of, that's the, that's the important beef, is wow. Like, hey, I understand frenemies. Do you understand his side of it? I don't care to understand his side of it. But you have to. if you if Not you, if as you, it if pertains you. to him using his voice to devalue me as I'm negotiating. No, I don't. Let me ask you a question. If I was, I don't know, I'm negotiating with, let's just say Netflix, right? Say you've had conversations with Netflix yourself and say I'm saying on my platform that's being followed by millions of people where we're now also looking to you because you have been preaching the creator mantra. Mm-hmm. We're looking to you to show us what's going on behind these closed doors, how people are being treated and also kind of, you know, let us know what, what's being deserved. Okay. And I'm up there and I'm, I'm saying things that you disagree with about Netflix in, in, in sense of, I'm like, Netflix should give me a quarter billion dollars. You know, right now I'm worth that. They should give me that shit this end third. Let's say the topic comes up on your podcast. If you said, well, I'm going to be honest. Acts should definitely get paid, but quarter billion, keep tweaking. That's hate. Really? That's hate. There is no other way to describe that. That's not opinion? That's hate. It can be your opinion, but it's an opinion that derives from hate. Because think about that. Like, you my man. You my man. So like, let's put it on us. Your contract with Spotify will be up soon. Whenever, whenever that is, you will have to negotiate. Maybe that story comes out. Maybe I think you asking for too much money. And maybe I say that to you personally. If I think that, like, if I really want to help your situation, I speak to you, say, maybe there's a different way you can go about this. I don't get on my large platform to somebody I like. And say, yo, he's bugging the fuck out. That's hate. Somewhere in there, I must not, either I must think that he's bugging out and I'm projecting, or I don't want him to be right. Mm. What if Ack really goes to get that number? Now Ack done shot above me. I'm not saying he was thinking this. But now Ack done shot above me in the pay scale and maybe in the forefront of things. Like, that would just be hateful. I want you to get paid. From Spotify, anybody else, even if it's more than me, I'm never trying to devalue Stop that. It, Joe. If, if, if Joe heard that, that if I was like, "Yo, Spotify, I got your offer for hundred. I need one fifty. I guarantee you'd be like, "Yo, what, what the fuck?" Hold hey, on, you now. really want to know who I, look, who I look at in terms of uh, in terms of what they're paid and the work that they do? The only person I look at is Stephen A. Smith. Really? I don't look at nobody else but him. Why? He works for Disney. The mouse. You say that to say what? Disney has, and that's the thing about, Disney has all the money in the world. That's what I'm trying to say. Because he works for Disney. All of these companies, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Disney, NBC, HBO, whatever, Viacom, they all have all the money in the world. Okay. It's an equal playing field in terms of money. I watch, because I've been watching Stephen A for years, right? 
He's the anchor of <laughs> that entire network. He is, but he wasn't always. Right. He wasn't always. When I did uh when I did first take, he was a guest. This was after he had been fired by them or let go. He had they had separated. He came back as a guest and he said, Yo, off the record, don't say nothing. But uh I'm in talks now to do first take with Skip. Skip was the man. And I watched that show since it was cold pizza. Mm. And I was like, yo, you're going to go. If you go on that show, it's lit. And then the same thing that happened with us, them happened with us, right? Skip didn't take a deal here. He was the big dog, head honcho. He went to Fox and got his check, right? I go to State, uh, State of Culture, get my check. You get yours. You're not a man. Steven is the man now. And I watched his workload increase. Mm. Um I watched his pay increase. Like I've seen him go from Mike Greeny uh, being the top dog there, paid the most, to now Steven getting what he's supposed to get. But I watch all that he does, right? Steven does. He'll show up at the UFC fight. He does the NBA finals. He does the playoffs. He I've has seen him NBA show up sh- on his vacation somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll do the, the Zoom shit. He does his radio show. At one point, he had two radio shows. At one point, he was the lead guy of Sports Center. Like, he is the guy who we run. We run the ship through. I think the reason why you can't compare it to him is because no matter what number we hear about Stephen A, we think he's done that work in terms of he's the workhorse. He's the guy who's doing everything. It's not the guy who is so, for example, but I when, could make an argument with Skip versus Stephen A. Skip is doing one thing. Now he does a podcast, but like he's doing one thing. Stephen A is doing everything. Mm. Because of that, I feel Stephen A is se- severely underpaid. Severely underpaid. I know what it's reported that he gets, but I watch what he does. He I think is. Think it's like uh, eight or they say ten, twelve. That's what they say. Ten, twelve. He should get like twenty. Stephen A. should get more than ten, twelve million dollars for sure. But he's a workaholic. He likes it. He loves it like we do. And he's positioning himself to get somewhere, right? So yeah, he makes ten million now. But with the work that he's doing and where he's going in ten years, what does that look like? Maybe it looks like Steve Harvey. I watch Steve Harvey. Somebody else that's laid the blueprint for Nick Cannon for beefing with companies, but waving the independent flag and then going, just finding an adverse way to do things. Like, I watch niggas like that. I don't watch Charlemagne because we in the. Y'all just do things differently. Charlemagne is executive at iHeart. Like, you know, he has a podcast network. He's probably getting, who knows, but definitely, I would, I would assume, in excess of. Four or five million a year for just Breakfast Club. Executive. You count then, pockets, I don't. Of course I count pockets. Come on, ain't no wrong with it. I don't I don't count pockets. But but but, but here's the thing. But Char- you know Charlemagne is doing well for himself, the way that you know I'm doing well for myself, the way that we know you doing well for yourself. Adam we know is doing well for himself. My point of saying like, that we can though, look and see who's doing well for himself. My point of saying that though is because the way he's done well for himself has been very different than how you have. I'm wondering if and maybe will, what you took as hate was just him giving an honest opinion, but maybe just being misinformed. No, the honest, well, even if that was the honest opinion, it was hateful. To say that at that time was hateful. I'll say that. To say it at the time that he said it publicly 
was hateful. I, I know I, I particularly didn't give an opinion about because then you what were then what's going to happen when I nobody knew what I was asking because I never said a number nowhere. See, that's the other thing. These reports just started coming out. People just kept talking. Oh, he wanted two fifty. He wanted two hundred. Listen, I don't know why people are trying to smear me or just put shit out there. Spotify knew what I needed. I knew what I needed. It didn't work out there. So now those conversations. If you got two fifty. Would have been doing everyday show on your shit. <laughs> like, come on now. But I wouldn't have <laughs> asked for two hundred fifty million dollars. I wouldn't have. But I, I need an offer that is indicative of my value and what I represent. And if you send me something that's way under then fuck the number. It just says to me, you don't value what I could bring to this table. So I got to bring it somewhere else. So we're talking about Stephen A, right? You, you mentioned Stephen A at Disney. How do you value Stephen A? Or what's the proportions in how you value him? Do you value him by the amount of work he puts in? Or I would say now if Stephen A announced that he was leaving the Fox Sports, that would be a huge market share. Like in terms of people just saying, well, we're going there too, right? So, you know, it's two different ways. Um, I could value you because you do every job. But all of that is how you value him, just so we're clear. How, how do you value You're right. All of it. How do you value him? Uh, by all that, by, by the work that he does, uh, by the work that would have to be done if he left, uh, what I think about him in the market, how impactful he is, uh, I think right there is where I think you see a lot of value constantly as I've seen you make decisions. I think when you get to a uh, place of negotiating, you make your value of how much do y'all hurt if I'm not here, which which, which I think is kind of, well, that that counts, that counts. But no, I look at my time spent there. So, right. Like, look at it. Uh, I won't go all the way back to Def Jam, but I could. That's not me, right? I'm not on bring. Never ring. All right. Um, that's you. Oh, who the heck? Come on, be, why don't you be a professional? Oh. This guy got three phones, two phones. This guy's the man. It's Look, little chick, relax. You like that little chick? Um, let's go to uh, E1. I was on an independent, and no matter how it was looked at, I left there in the black. Right? Whatever math they did, the business of Joe Budden paid up. From there, we go to fucking. Uh, Everyday struggle. Forget about when I left. Look at when I was there. We wiped the board, upped your quotas. Uh, We were able to up your fucking audience, what you were asking for ads. We brought in ads that wasn't looking at the Sean Evans show and your sneaker show. Like We brought in a different audience, a different cool factor, and we really worked. You should want to keep that. That's That's in the black. It's proven when Joe is here, this is a smash. You can't debate it. I left there. I go to Revolt, Everyday Struggle. and I mean, um, State of Culture. And before that show ever hits the air, it's 10,000 hours of behind the scenes of me, Puff, and whoever else is in that think tank of how to get the show right. So we do the show. COVID happens. It's expensive. It doesn't come back. But what does it do? It lays the blueprint for everything else that revolt now rolls out so score score joe again we in the black we leave there we go to oh spotify spotify proof of concept we open the whole fucking market there in the black while i'm there not when i leave while i'm there i leave there i go to patreon ask them over there <laughs> like by so, the way I, I will say this so this is while i'm present I, I, when I leave is a whole nother monster. But while I'm present, 
I get the job done. We work. I'll. I feel like you are a public negotiator. Where I, yo, I'm, yo, there's never been a time where I went to negotiate publicly. No, but you will never. let you will let the audience know that you are unhappy, and a lot of people. That's when the negotiation is over. That's the part that the public don't be knowing. By the time I'm coming to say, hey, I'm unhappy and this didn't go well, I've exhausted all options for this to go well. And I'm telling you, it ended with this didn't go well. And I'm telling you now. I wasn't telling y'all in hopes for to rally the audience to get them to change their opinions. I thought you were. So I, I, I looked at um, you leaving everyday struggling. You live in Spotify in that particular way. Where I was like, I think this is the first time when you were leaving Spotify said, Joe unilaterally had the audience on his side when he was leaving Everyday Struggle. Basically, half the audience left. They're like, peace, we're not watching again. Like, instantly. And I think when you left Spotify, I think, I don't know if everyone did the same thing. My audience grew. Well, you, well, you just assume that you were going to grow because you were now an exclusive. You went behind an exclusive, I want to call it paywall, but you, you went as an exclusive, then you're now back on the open market. It's going to grow. It grew a lot then. <laughs> really? Why would that be? I don't know. I only bring it up to say all of these times where I publicly spaz, where you would think I'm throwing the business down the toilet, it's always done that. Is it because of the theatrics and the spectacle? That you cause, <clears throat> may, may, that may have something. That to do gotta with. be one of your, your most watched episode. That doesn't include like a guest like Nikki or something. That may have something to do with it, but yo, I've been in this thing long enough, right? Like this is over twenty years, to where I'm looking for the people that kind of have a good sense of who I am. I'm not really looking for the fly by night, casual people, the people that a hit song attracts and then they disappear. Like, if you could see something on the internet about me or a meme or some bullshit and it deter you from me, then you're not the person that, you're not my target audience. So, yeah, the people that I, that I believe to be my target audience, they fully expect for me to say the good, the bad, the indifferent. They expect to see me high, low, yell, calm. Like, they kind of know all these different facets of Joe. But those are the people that, like we saw my earlier, when it's called to action, they go. Would you describe your audience as, because <clears throat> I've read, you know me, I'm, I'm super like engaged with a lot of this stuff. This is what they say. Well, Joe left Everyday Struggles, audience grew. A lot of people left with him. He was introduced to people there too who loved him and they left with him. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Spotify, they stayed with him, left Spotify. Some of them left, but most went. Mm-hmm. But then his two co-hosts leave him and now the majority of his audience left. This is what they're saying. Because of what they would call, for lack of better words, or lack of a better phrase, um, the, what's that guy's name? What's, what's that the little relationship guru nigga? Kevin Samuel? No. The other dude who was like, don't cheat on your girl, but he was cheating on his girl. Oh, uh, the reverend dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name, but yeah. Yeah, so... Basically, they said that because of that, your audience. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something Jackson. Yeah, Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson. Yeah, they, 
your audience kind of turned on you. And I remember saying this to you. I said, Joe, I think your audience, I said, I've never seen this shit before. I'm like, your audience is fucking turning on the person who even created this universe or this, this Joe button multiverse where there's other people who have gotten careers. There's other podcasts who've came in and mm-hmm. went out. You've signed people, you've sat next to people and now they're turned against you trying to destroy you. Yeah. That's part of the game. That's part of the game. But, but again, like I explained to you then, I don't want those people. Like, yeah, we took a hit for a while. And their numbers looked crazy for a while. That whole, it'd be recency bias. It'd be like a hate train. Like, it'd be a bunch of different things at play. But I don't, I already told you I enjoy building from scratch. And I enjoy solving a problem. Like, putting my brain to use that way. I don't want the people that, hey, somebody could say something about Joe. And y'all roll with and say, oh, fuck Joe. I don't want you go. Isn't the audience always fickle? The casual audience is fickle. The casual audience is fickle. And the casual audience is, you the, want ma- that. is the masses. You so want that. You do want that, but you also want a core. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference. Like, you want those casual fans, the people that love you, hate you, feel it. You want them as icing on the cake. But I want a core. I operate off having a core base at all times. That's as a rapper. That was my first thing then. Hey, how do I eliminate the middleman of, and just get to me and the fans that fuck with me? That's always been the goal. So it's no, it's no different now. So you would say now your, your audience, you believe is stronger at its core or it's just bigger by the, just large, the, 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 the sheer number. Well, it's stronger at its core now. And, I've seen us. I've seen us at the worst. Last year, niggas really tried to get me out of here. They, they, they tried, yo. They they threw everything. The last year and a half, they no thrown. one no one ever did the mental health thing with you. Like, yo, yo, is he good? Please, <laughs> please. They want me. Yo, to go. is he good? <laughs> They'd love for me to go fucking off myself somewhere. They would love it. But did you get a little um like, you know, did it drive hysteria in, in a way where you kind of. Start looking at because you, you mentioned hate train, where the timing of certain things just all seemed like it was set there, up. There's been there, it, no there. It's been set up. There's been smear campaigns. This, I guess that's what I was asking. Do you really think there was a smear campaign mm-hmm. in hindsight? Yes. Or do you think? I know the difference in me doing fuck shit and then seeing the result of it. But you that, hap- that happened a lot too But before that happened It was 100% a smear campaign With some company paid To just fucking run a bunch of articles Yeah that happened Did you ever get proof? <sighs> What's proof? No My answer is no to that I, don't, I do not have proof I, have enough, I, I had seen enough for me to believe it mm. Do you believe Charmaine was behind it? Because you mentioned that at one point Can't say Can't say Can't prove who was behind it All I know is that there were one to two times where there was a company involved in the Joe Button hate train. I don't know who paid him. Did I ruin? And your- you want that at you want that at this level? No, you don't. At what this level, you, you listen. The, the bigger you go, the bigger enemies you get. 
okay. bigger you go, the more tricks they pull out to try to stop you. I'm watching super pumped about the Uber story. If you watch the Facebook story, if you watch any of these stories, like the higher you go, the more rules and tricks come out. But is it a, is it a smear? Like, for example, when, when the Chrissy Teigen thing came out, people finally got the like everyone who hated me finally got the attention. So then three to four other things like, hey, well, not only did he say this thing about Chris Teigen, he said this and this and this before those things never penetrated. Yeah. So, for example, with you, there's been people been wanted to say stuff or they might tweet it, but there's it's falling on deaf ears. Fam, now, fam, for me, the difference there is you said and did whatever you said and did at that point. Mm-hmm. So you part of being accountable is taking what comes with that. Yeah. Right. And I've done a lot of that, too. But in these times that I'm speaking about, there was no new action. Okay. Okay. It, it was calculated, targeted, planned attacks with very, very old information by the droves. It wasn't a new Joe did this. This was, it was a lot of shady shit. People paying to get paperwork, people paying up. Like it was shady shit going on that I went and found out. Is is this part of the game? Because because when I hear certain, yeah. really? Fam, this, this is the concept the media was birthed on. When I hear some of the shit that allegedly may have happened, not only with you, but other people in terms of like, yo, so-and-so paid to get this brought up back. And I'm like, is this type of. Yes, that is what's happening. Yo, you can't be in this. See, I said earlier, you just threw that 40 million number out. Like it's so easily attainable, right? Like you can't expect to be in this level of conversation where you're talking about tens of millions of dollars and not think that there are people out there that are betting against it or throwing something in the mix to make sure that it's against it. Hmm. Can't. It's not possible. Do you blame me? Because I've seen people say this and they've really, in my opinion, incorrectly attributed me with, with, with credit, if they want to call it that. Do you blame me? Or if you do at what percent do you blame me for your former co-host leaving and that situation turning out like it does? I don't. I don't blame you at all. It's nothing that you could have done. Anything that you were able to do, I think already existed. Like there was nothing that you could have came and threw something at and affected if it wasn't ready to be affected. And I think I was just late to the party and holding myself accountable and realizing everything that was going on. There was some stuff going on that I just didn't know about, didn't think was important and didn't pay any mind to. At a point I felt like, <laughs> I still kind of feel like this. I've, I felt like once you were abreast of some of the stuff going on, I felt you continually fell back and you just did not really get involved. Cause you're like, yo, acts doing the Lord's work. I want these dudes out of here anyway. No, no, it wasn't that. If people that, if people that you fuck with have a beef, even if you fuck with one more than the other, but if you fuck with both, then yeah, you you stay out of that. The way I always looked at that was, and neither one of y'all is gonna really hurt nobody else. And as long as nobody getting hurt, then the OGs and the, the real niggas don't have to step in here. Like if y'all just doing y'all. Internet, back and forth, talk some shit, tweets, then have a blast. But it wasn't that. I also, I, 
there was a point, and I'm I, I'm pretty sure you've probably seen some of my rants on it. I always said, I said, Joe, don't call me because you'd never call me when homeboy showed up to my crib. And I never knew your opinion on that action. Or number one, if, if you thought it was true. Because I never you, knew about it. I shouted on the internet for like mad long. Maybe you didn't know about that's, it at the time. That's what I'm talking about. When, when it was happening. But after you didn't know. Or when y'all were saying it was happening. But after you didn't know. Like, I look at you and I, and I feel like I feel like you draw the line much earlier than that. <laughs> like, I feel like... <laughs> I don't feel like the, the showing up to the crib thing is even... Given somebody who's been through situations with DJ Vlad, Ransom, all that type of stuff, that is beyond the scope of possibility of where you would. When I thought it was real, I went to my guy and I said, you, you didn't do this, did you? He said, no. And that was the end of it for me. Was those situations complicated by whatever else y'all had going on because there was pretty much a snowball effect that you say you were kind I mean, of it gave me it gave me resentment because I mean by the time I found out the degree of what was going on it was like yo this is not what's going on while I'm trying to get nine figures from a company right <laughs> like if you knew what went into the data that needed to be dug up to try to get nine figures from a company I know then why the fuck would I what, what, what are we talking about right now we're talking about academics Rory the house a girl wait what are y'all niggas you, what are y'all what are you fucking yeah, yeah, I didn't want me to tell you what I thought <laughs> yeah. about that situation so be, better for me to mind my business but, and but, let it resolve but that's what I'm thinking cause you niggas have to be crazy wait and that's the thing about niggas no no but that's why that's why I think you fell back and didn't give me blame and I'm glad you didn't because if somebody could could jeopardize a nine figure situation because somebody online that they've seen maybe twice in person have ca- called them a worker. And again, I'm saying allegedly no, no. because he told me he didn't do that. No, 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 no but, but, but I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the, the, I'm trying to get you to attribute. Hey, listen. Yeah, maybe some of the stuff you did like piled on, but really it had it just only had to do with our business because I still can't understand why this isn't normal of podcasts who are in that situation. Unless what's not normal that podcasts fall apart when they're negotiating maybe life changing deals. Unless one party feels like the other party is going to be supremely greedy and they feel their own. I think at the end of the Spotify deal, and this is just me talking off the cuff, I haven't spoke to anybody about this but I think I think that after toward the end of the Spotify deal everybody thought there was a huge payday coming so maybe you deal with sir, you, maybe you, you deal with you were teasing it how could you not think that there's a huge payday coming I don't fault anybody for thinking that there was a huge payday coming let's say Spotify offer you 20 more than what you were getting before that's not enough but that's not enough. in everybody's mind. That is the huge payday. That's not a huge payday. It's not a huge payday. Cause it's it, like comparatively speaking. No, on. but I'm saying, but, but it's important to say, because that's the mistake we make. Like we throw out a big number and then the audience out there says, yeah, it was 20 million, but it ain't the number. It's the words attached to it. What y'all think? I don't like money. I would love an extra 20 million for something I was already doing for free. <laughs> I agree. With but that. the words attached to it, if I believe in my shit, if I believe in this, 
then you can't put all of these paragraphs here to tell me how I'm going to participate in some shit that I own. I had several theories, which, by the way, you know, I, I had to guesstimate because, again, I'm a pocket watcher. OK, pocket so watcher. <laughs> I'm guesstimating and I'm, and I'm saying on air what I think is going on. But while while I'm pocket watching, I'm like. I think these dudes are starting to mistrust Joe. While Joe's negotiating, that's all it was. Which, which is which is very bad. It's the worst time. That's all it was. Also, they misinterpret what your business dealings is. That's all of that's true, but that's fine. But how difficult it? So you just ignore that shit, and you just like continue to try to close this deal as best you you, you can see fit. What else should I have done? Yeah, I'm, I was trying to ignore You're all the, the boss. Fuck you got to you got to make sure like no, I didn't even know this stuff existed. It was secret. It was covert. It wasn't like out no, I'm not open. talking about the stuff with me. I'm, I'm talking not talking about, about you either. That them probably looking at you and saying, "Hey, where's our fucking four hundred thousand dollars? Where's this? Listen, no, where's that? Those guys on their own platform or somewhere, I've heard them say um a few times. Well, not not them, but uh, more that. His heart just wasn't in it anymore. But whatever, he wasn't happy about what was going on with me and there, so he didn't really want to be there anymore. Well, from my position, that reflects in the work. And okay. I can tell that. And if this is the version of you that I'm getting, then we have to sever ties. But I didn't know all of the problems that existed. When there were, I tried to fix them. Did you prevent them from like doing the skits? They're trash at podcasting. The little skits is cool. I'll be honest. I haven't pre- prevented anybody from doing anything. I, as a creator, I won't prevent somebody from doing something. Could Ish and Ice do, I don't know. Anything podcasts. they want. I urge them to. So they could, if they want to go get a podcast, them two with a girl on yes. the side. Yes. Doesn't impede what you got going on. Yes, they could. What? No. Hmm. What do you mean? That doesn't impede on what I got going no, on. No, that's what I'm saying. So they get something on the side. It doesn't mess around with what you got going they on. They should. I like, I, I, I would support that. Would you want a part of it? No. Hmm? Oh, no, no, no. I cut it it's off. A, a, um, yeah, nah. I wouldn't want a part of their shit. That's their shit. That's your shit. Mm. Do you regret it? Regret what? Everything. I, what I mean no. is, like, I remember Kevin Hart. I remember listening to him. I remember oh, listening please. to other people. Everybody oh, jumped on that to say, <clears throat> oh, please. Joe Budden. People jump on these hot, trendy, uh, buzz, buzz, viral moments. That's what they do. It's not that everybody cared about me and my treatment of my friends. It was a huge story, and everybody had something to say about it. But it defined what they thought of your character. No longer were you seen by some of the people as the guy for the creators. They seen you as the guy who lied and fucked over creators. And that narrative was championed by people who like Kevin Hart, who came to the defense or came to the sympathy of said people. That's just what it is. I I looked at you and I said... you. I think you fucked up by allowing that narrative to live. Because mm-hmm. one thing about me, somebody say something about me, I've always said, I'll expose me before. Back, first they love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. I have not championed anything, like went out there and waved the flag for something that I don't look at, that I don't fucking hold in high regard in my own business. I'm for the creators, always. That does not mean that somebody could just come and take my shit from me. I'm a creator. (laughs) I value this a certain way. I urge you to get your own so you could value it and cherish it the way that I cherish mine. Hmm. Kevin Hart and all these niggas that just casually had something to say, that's awesome. But they never affected my bottom line. Like, they weren't 
there for the highs. They weren't there when you were building it. They weren't. They didn't have a word to say as you were conducting things. It's not till things implode where people want to come out and say how you should have handled something. Cool. But until you're in that spot, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me about that. One thing I do admire you with, because there was a time where I'm like, I think Joe just has a problem with doing any company. He should go independent, which you are independent. And I'm wondering because, and this is this is the toolless part now. Mm-hmm. People look up to you, and people have championed and actually rode with you to say, you know what? Based on what he's telling us about these deals or what he was offered, I'm glad that he's being he's standing within his own, you know, um, just just principles and say I'm not taking them. But now they look at you and they're like, well, how do you make a living? Right? Because wouldn't he, they love to know it? That is the question. Great. That, that, let, that, it, let it continue to be the question, especially for a group of people that told tell me that I'm asking for too much money when I'm negotiating things. Mm. They will never be privy to any any of my fucking financials ever again. Well, I think people, I have to go get mine quietly. Wow. I got to go get because I can't do I can't do it loud. I can't do it. I can't tell you what I'm doing as I'm doing it. It just lends to too many people trying to interrupt it or fuck it up or pray that it falls down. Like there's a bunch of people that don't want me to do well. So I have to do it quietly. Fans or industry people? No, just people. I don't not call them fans, but just, just people. So I have to do what I'm doing covertly. That's when everything was sweet. Everything was sweet when nobody had any idea what Joe's plan was, where he was going and what he was doing. It was a little podcast. Oh, niggas are a bum. Like when niggas think you're a bum, <laughs> yeah, that is true. when niggas think you're a bum, you have free reign to just create <laughs> in peace. It ain't till they see what you're doing that it's like, oh, no way, no, <laughs> fuck that. No, you can't get there. So no, I don't want that no more. You say when they know what, you, what, you, what you're trying to do, yeah. the, the smear campaigns come out, yeah. the stories jump out. That's okay, why it's tough it. for me to do, other, do podcasts, right? Because I do podcasts with people that look up to me and they want me to go in there and give it up. But I know the value of the people that we don't know are watching. Like, I have no idea who's watching this. I see three cameras. I know it's me and you. I feel good with you, so I'm down to come in here and give it up. But I have no idea what executives, artists, street niggas, parents, like, I don't know who's watching. So I just try to be careful today because you could share some shit like I've done a million times and the people watching use it to be against you or resist you or hurt you. And I just don't want to do that anymore. Where does family play a part in your life? You Everything. Such a great interview I could now. do. I could but, do. But can I get a pat on my back? I'm a great interviewer. Now. You can. You got an arm patch or something. Oh, back. Come on, man. Here we go. You are. I, no, you but, are a good interviewer. But but I, I remember, I remember when Sin was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I remember you being extremely happy, extremely anxious, static, and I my baby, and also just kind of foreseen what life was going to be ahead. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I watch you on Instagram. I see you and your older son. Phenomenal relationship. That's my guy. Family's everything to me. How how has that made you? Because I've always said for a lot of people, and like even Stephen A. Smith, like I look up to his work ethic because I'm kind of like him a little bit. But then I almost look dreadful into like his his thoughts on family and like relationships is he's like, yo, he can't really. He focused everything he got on work 
and family has to come after. Well, so he presents it at work. You think it's not? That's not the case. Nah, not the case. Work comes first. You could tell because he works a lot. But it just seems like there's a clear separation between his work life and his family life. I'm watching some show now on Apple TV about uh, it's called Severance. It's about people whose memory is split from work in their personal life. Like at work, they don't remember any of their personal shit and vice versa. Same. That's what I think. Is that, is that a thing? Uh, this is a show. It's, I know it's a, a show, it's but not a, it's, it's not a reality show. Not, but but it, <laughs> is there such a thing? <laughs> well, Stephen A is on a lot of TV and I hear him talk about his family and his views on family maybe twice a year. Hmm. That's purposely done when that's happening. Could you do that since you know, you, you've been on reality shows? You've like you've been pretty public with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but you could be whoever you want tomorrow. You can do anything differently at this moment or the next day. Like by the time I'm Stephen A's age, I think he's close to fifty. Maybe I want that privacy. I want some of that privacy now. Like, really? Yeah, some of it. No more pool parties. Never. Never. Why not? They're liabilities now. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Joe, you getting old? Yo, Joe, yo, I, yo, I remember like I'm years sorry, before buddy. meeting you. People used to talk about the infamous Joe Budden pool party, and they hoped to know someone Listen, to get there. Naked women, rich niggas. It was, it was no, no. I'm cool. It's a headache. I'm not doing it. That doesn't say I wouldn't attend. You would attend, okay, okay? I would okay. attend one, but as far as organizing one and throwing one and being responsible for it, no. I still hold some resentment. Joe never invited me to the pool party. That's not true. Yes, I did. And you came. No, I didn't go to the pool party. You did come to the no, pool party. No, I didn't. You didn't come? No. You're a fucking idiot. No, I wanted like an explicit invite. It was kind of like, a, like yo, you know, you know I fuck with y'all. Y'all could come through. I was like, telling you forever about the pool party. Come to the pool party. Come to the pool party. I know why you wouldn't come. You had, this little... thing. you had this thing where you was trying to keep your internet world separate from real that, life. That's, that's definitely true. Yeah, where you didn't was... know who loved you, who didn't, so that's you just wouldn't come true. around. Nigga, this true. is me at my house. The fuck? Think I'm going to let something happen to you at my house? I'm outside now, Joe. I'm outside. I see. I see you outside. Now. <laughs> well, 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 I had to merge both worlds. That's merge both. You had worlds. to move at your own pace. You had to figure it out when it was time for you to figure it out. That's one of the th things that I believe when you walked into Complex, they they position themselves and they sell themselves to advertisers as cool, but, and that's why I was so. Remember, you were trying to like have them put the the pool party on their on their platform and have them pay for it, and they were just like. They didn't get it. <laughs> they didn't get anything, yo. You're sitting there trying to make them cool by any means necessary. And they're just like, oh, I don't know. Oh, get out of here. Then. <laughs> yeah. No, well, so no more pool parties. So so now it's just kind of like a quiet. What do you do then? Work. You always do that. It's my work and my kids, my parents, strip clubs always. What's the strip club? My relationship, thing? my baby. Right. Who you with now? Why? Same girl. Oh, you don't know. You don't post nobody. <laughs> like, you never post your significant significant other. I learned that by the way. I never post another girl. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that it just invites a headache. It invites a headache. Listen, I know I know that's way better because I know rappers who date other people who are popular. And they'll tell me about it and be like, yo, act. 
promise me you will never talk about this publicly. Yeah, and no. for them, it's way happier. Nah, for real. You got to keep certain, certain shit. Just peace. So, peace. so you wouldn't do like the little shade room thing where you're in the bushes taking pictures no more? That was cute. I would do that. But like, I would take the picture. But it but, just but, wouldn't be. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't publicize. I didn't publicize that <laughs> shit. Somebody saw it. Look. Well, yeah, because I had people at my house that were taking pictures and they were acting like it was content time. I was just trying to get a good shot of my fiance at the time. I'm wondering how necessary that is. I look at like Money Bag Yo and everybody else. Like, I go a lot. The next level of me might be me popping out with one of those. Well, if you get just for the if you get room. something that's worth popping out with, then yeah, you should. Some someone that adds value to what you're doing or what you're trying to do, someone that you love, care about, you feel strong about, then why not? See, I've done that a million times. So now I'm trying to do the opposite, which is get peace from privacy and not having strangers privy to like business and people that matter to me. Everybody don't take the internet shit as well as I take it. Hmm. Who had a better lineup of women? You or Bow Wow? Bow Wow. Bow Wow's a beast. I'm going to always say the other name when I'm thrown in <laughs> to those mixes. Do you ever check up on your exes? I check up on the people. Yo, Joe, still, I've been following you so long. I, I was a on, kid when you were dating some of these people that people used to be whacking off to. I check up on <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I check up on the people I still speak to. You're talking about back when they're like print magazines. Of course. Yeah. No, I check up on people. The people that I'm still fond of and have a relationship with. I mean, there's people I don't check up on, but. What do you get out of a strip club? Uh, plethora of things. Strip club in New York is like Cheers, yo. It's it's like it's just like a meeting ground. It's a networking spot. Like, but it's like a party, though. Not really. In New York, what New York you, is New York. Like Atlanta strip clubs uh, might be a party. Miami strip clubs might be a party. New York strip clubs very rarely do. Is it ever a party? There's a bunch of get money niggas, dope boy niggas, street niggas, rapper niggas, just looking cool, fucking with the bitches that they already fuck with. Like, it don't look like you could just come in here and have a blast as a nigga that don't be here. New York ain't like that. That kind of, what's the fun in that? Well, if you are familiar with the scene and you know the niggas that come in and you know the women and you're getting money and it feels good to just throw it in the air. I mean, it can feel good. Would you ever relocate? To another state? Yeah. Maybe. When it's time to relocate, I'm going to go somewhere. When it's time, uh, y'all going to, y'all see, and that's what, y'all going to know when I get a lot of money, yo. Because I'm leaving. (laughs) You can leave now. No, 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 no. You definitely can leave now. No, I could, of course I could leave now. I'm talking about. you dressed down for this interview. I had to ask you what type of pants those are. You said you bounced. I'm like, nigga, I seen you in the Scary Mary. Stop it. Uh, Scary Mary. Scary Marys. Yo, Acno and the brands is so hilarious to me. Uh, No, I could move now, but I'm talking about where you get enough, enough money to where's. I need to go to Texas or Vegas or Florida yeah, so y'all cannot tax this hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, that's one of those, huh? Yeah. Gotta go to Florida. You got yeah. Gotta if go. I, if I see you pop up in Puerto Rico, I know you're on some shit. I'm out of here, buddy. Y'all gonna know. Y'all gonna know it. When when I get it, niggas gonna know it. It's gonna be like, oh Joe Bucket. Oh, Oh, hey, Joe did that. No, you just said about Rick Ross. Like, yeah. Yo, Rick Ross is bucking. Yo, Rick Ross is rich. Joe gonna be bugging. I'm just gonna be buying cows. He got a bull. He just got like a donkey. Taxes. Yeah, that fucking live cattle tax loophole thing of a jiggy that exists. You think He's that's why he's on it? 
I'm serious. I, I thought I thought he's just like animals. <laughs> I'm serious. When, when you get enough money, everything becomes about the, By the, way, the tax liability. I'm gonna be honest. You're probably, which I honestly didn't know that where I live at. I've always said there's you could they separate the millionaires in how rich you are. So like my house is around where the two million dollar houses are at. You go like two miles down there, you get to the five million. You go like go five miles more. down there, it gets to ten. Ten. Here's the thing with the ten. Every one of the ten, I've always said it because because like I drive around there like to I do some Will Smith shit, manifest it. Really, I'm just pocket watching. I'm like, who the fuck lives here, right? So I drive there. <laughs> everybody has their own fucking farm. Everybody, cattle. They always got some horses. I'm like, what's up with the horses? <laughs> I can't get it. But maybe it's, it's taxes. It's taxes. Hmm. I'm sure some of them might really love horses, but it's taxes. Joe, what are, what are we gonna get this everyday show show back going, man? Let me know. You know it was close. You know it was close. We never told the people, but it was close to coming oh, back. Man. Somebody, somebody. Nah, I don't know what happened. Now it's just it's just a more expensive outfit today. So, I one of the things I felt confident about is that. I've never thought since we stopped doing the show that we got replaced in terms of, yo, there's two, these two dudes doing the same concept better. No. Everyday struggle could come back at any point. At any point. And be just as successful as it was. We're just as dynamic. Um, both bigger than we were. And I, I, like, I feel like we just argue well. Which is, we which, is, which is so, it's I just essential. said that, I'm in, I'm in awe. Listen, I say this about when I used to get with Charlamagne too. Like some people you get with and talking is just effortless. Yeah. Like me and you could sit here and just talk for the next 10 hours. If he just throw out different topics, Complex used to try that. Hey, we're going to test right now and we're just going to throw topics out and you guys talk. And then <laughs> yeah, they threw it yeah, and yeah. we would chop it up for 30 minutes. And they'd be trying to stop us. Yo, no. You remember those days where the, the rundown was just like two things. It was like, uh, uh just kind of talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd be like, all right, we got enough. We, we got enough. Yeah, no, nah, we talking now, God damn it. So, yeah, no, we have that. That's a gift that we have that. And now we understand business a little better. Uh, we've proven proof of concept. Um, that show can come back, should come back. And yeah, it has to come back. Yo, companies and partners out there, please come help us bring everyday struggle back. So I don't have to convince act to let's just do this on our own and just get all of the money. <laughs> uh, Cause then there's that. Joe, is it because you've seen so much money podcast and that's why you won't rap again? I think that's what I might is. rap again one day. Man, you're not rapping. Yo, just no time soon. You need to apologize to those two dudes. It was Joel and Crooked Eye mm -hmm. because, yo, Joe, you get into, yo. It's like it's like why people be like, yo, act, you're never a DJ. Well, I used to DJ, but but you know why I won't DJ again? Because I when I talk, I make too much. The, the the moment, and by the way, I'll start DJing again when the DJ price meets the the amount that I make for running my fucking mouth. That's just what it is. And you probably have realized, wait, so I don't need to be on beat. I don't need to do this, 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 and third to be a rapper. And all I need to do is chill with my homies and I'm making more? Yeah, well, who would go back to that? <laughs> that's why you got to pause that shit, homies. But, because they, but they no, because, because another project is on my bucket list, like, mm -hmm. before I die. It is, because I've, I want, I've never rapped in this 
circumstance. I've never been up like this in rap. So I would you like to be independent. Yeah. 100%. 100 I thought if you were going to do that, you already had the platform. You'd have been done it. And you'd have Y'all think I just be talking this independent shit because it sounds fly. No, I live by this shit. I've seen the benefits of it. It's something that I want to continue to do. It's something that I urge other people to do. Always independent. Are you are you apologetic for how you spoke to your brothers on that live? I watched it. No. I don't think I say anything too bad. You use words and phrases that you don't use with I said your that Project Ken SMD. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Who knows? But I, I even that I didn't think it was so bad. I didn't think it was the end of the world. They put their their, their, their best effort, their best foot forward with that. Great. I mean, and I was hurt and offended by some of it. I mean, I've gotten over it now, but. Have you guys talked? We talked. Oh, good. Yeah, we talked. We had a nice, I bumped into him at a Jersey hotel. What? <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, bumped into both of them. <laughs> really? And we had a long talk for about an hour. We kicked it. They said how they felt. I said how I felt. We were all clear. Gave each other hugs, dapped it up. And you, you promised you promise him another project. Mm. Oh, good. No, I thought that, uh, I thought we would get on the phone. I thought we'd try to include Royce in the next round of phone calls, but that round of calls hasn't happened yet. But it was cool. Progress. I don't have no beef with nobody, yo. I don't have no beef with nobody, even if they have beef with me. My heart is full of love, light, I'm trying to think. healing, blessings. I don't even have time to be mad at niggas, yo. I don't. If anybody out there is saying that they there's a beef with Joe, it's them beefing with Joe. I love everybody. I know it sounds like some bullshit, but it's true. I felt like you you shed that once. Um, you didn't like the label of being the old disgruntled guy. I didn't care about that. You could label me that. No, because I, I didn't like that the younger kids would be like, oh, shit, you you cool. I know you're cool. I thought you was a dick. I thought you, ain't fuck I with thought you were just a hater. Like, because you were never just a hater. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't like being viewed as a hater. All right, one day we have to get some air in here. Jesus. I know. I'm trying to look cute with my little scully. Uh, but yeah, I don't like being labeled as a, a hater to kids that I don't know or that. Like, that's silly. Hmm. All right. Well, listen, um, off the record. Ba, 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 da, ba. I, hey, listen. We did it. If you heard this part, this is actually, this is the tamer part because you know I had to keep it, you know? This is part three. This part one and two coming and, and out on my And I came in with my, my source to make sure he did not disrespect my partners at Spotify. I have no beef with Spotify. Spotify, matter. shout out to y'all. You're doing an amazing job. Much love on finding this at this gym. Joe, would you be open to me and you, Spotify, everyday show if they came right? If they came to right, have yeah. a conversation. Sure. Okay, as long as okay, as long as conversations sure. are open. That's what I'm talking about. Sure, I'm open to having conversations where people come correctly. Okay, because then you can build upon that, and anything is possible. Still, so. your rant was hilarious. He said, "There's oppression on that bridge." I'm like, "Yo, to keep it real, it was so it was so vivid." I was like, "I saw the bridge." I'm like, "What the yeah. fuck?" Oppression <laughs> on the bridge. Thank, <laughs> thank you for having me off the record. Thanks to that the Act Hive. Yo, Joe, I love you. Please, if you guys have watched this part, you got to go see the. Wilder part of what we did is on Joe Bun's platform. Might be on his Patreon. Might catch a little bit on his YouTube. I hope he didn't edit. If it's not three hours and forty five minutes, and he might chop it into parts like Vlad. Which, by the way, I talked to Vlad. Them niggas do that. Oh, Vlad's making money. Jesus Christ. 
How much money Vlad make? You pocket watching, tell me. 10 M's a year. Okay. Doing his thing. Yeah. By the way, I, to- I talked to Vlad. Vlad is contemplating sit- having a sit down with you. Me, you, and him having a sit down. Just not like the Takashi and whatever. Great. Sit down, you know what I mean? You down, right? Invite, invite me back. <laughs> invite me here. I'll be here. This is sincere, right? <laughs> I, I, I can't. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be here. <laughs> okay. I'll be here. Let's see what Vlad has. Let's talk to Vlad. I'll no, give I think you, he's grown, I'll though. Give, I'll give you the moment so you could juice the Spotify numbers up and get paid what you're supposed to be paid at the end of the contract. I'll do it for you. Yeah, give me a little raise, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to do shit like this. I'm down. Vladimir. <laughs> no, well, I think everybody's grown. I think Vlad has grown a little bit, too. He's grown. But I think there's egos. And egos are going to come into play when you realize you don't need the other person. Yo, everybody's rich, yo. Everybody's right? rich. Everybody ego, who did some shit is rich. Ego, ego about what, yo? Niggas, everybody's getting to their shit however they see fit. Uh, no time for for them. Great. Listen, I'm going to work on that relationship being fixed also the Charlemagne one. Listen, please go check out the Joe Budden podcast, one of the most entertaining podcasts out, period. My man. His co-hosts, Ice and Ish, I think are very... Able and capable of challenging They really Joe. enjoyed you. Those guys, you left a lasting impression on everyone there. That was everyone's first time meeting you. They all said, yo, really fuck with that. So I just wanted to tell you that. No, nah, no, nah, nah, they're dope. And I like how, because I've listened to your podcast and I'm like, I look at it from an everyday show sense. I'm like, yo, challenge this motherfucker. You gotta, because you Joe this shit out a lot. It's Joe. So, you know what I mean? Uh, salute to them. I think we're in very good places in our lives, but I still think the culture needs a show that me and you are going to be on. We'll figure it out business-wise, and I'm, I'm glad that as long as, even though we're not doing a show at the moment, I keep seeing you thriving. I'm doing my thing, and yeah. it's all love. I always tell people, no matter what happens, I, I treat Joe like my brother. Like I, Me and Joe would never beef. You get me? Like, you know, that's just what it is, right? And well, I'm super proud of you. Let me say that. So I'm documented here. I love what you're doing. I love the space. I love how you're leveling up on these niggas. I love all of it. I appreciate you, man. Keep your foot on these niggas' asses. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Off The Record Podcast. You guys will catch us here on Wednesday. Listen, think about the lineup I've had in the last week, man. I had 6ix9ine, Wack, Hassan Campbell, Antonio Brown, Bobby Schmurder. Now we got Joe Budden and shh, we might have a boogie coming in on Wednesday. So hey. check out that episode. Oh, you have a boogie coming. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> about. <out. laughs>